welcome back to Securely Single. Lady Whisper and myself, Lady Jeanette, want to welcome you to the conversation surrounding singleness, but not just singleness. We're also talking about marriage. Um, we're talking about dating. We're talking about uh, relationships. We're talking about life. And going back to how do we remain secure in this life and we're continuing the conversation if you're if you checked into last week's episode i was to remind us what last week was all about last week it aired last week but our last episode absolutely well last week on air we talked about um secure and hearing god and just what it means to hear God, can we hear God? It's, I think, one of the most, you know, it's a really important question that a lot of us ask. And I mean, I'm always on the quest to, you know, keen in and tune in and just to check in with God and what he's saying. So definitely was, um, it was really good just to talk about hearing God and what that means and does he even talk anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. it was really rich. It was really good. I think for both of us, I agree. It, it kind of just... It whet my appetite to want to hear him more and to look look and listen and be prepared that he speaks in so many different ways, uh, but it all lines up with his word, the Bible. So today we're going to talk about secure and vulnerability, and it kind of is, okay, we're talking about being secure, but then we're also talking about vulnerability, and uh, we're going to read you a quick definition of what uh, vulnerability is. Now, this is from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And just listen to this about vulnerability. So the first thing is, uh, when we're vulnerable, we're capable of being physically or emotionally wounded. Boy, that sounds great. Uh, when we're vulnerable, we're open to attack or to damage. And some synonyms for uh, vulnerability are, I'm going to read them really quick, uh, we're exposed reliable, we're open, we're sensitive, we are susceptible to things. So how do we take this word vulnerability and look at it in a positive light when a lot of the definition of vulnerability feels like, oh, I don't want to be exposed. Oh, I don't want um, to be damaged or hurt. This is too risky. Uh, Whisper, you had read a definition earlier that when we were preparing for our show today, that really kind of sums up vulnerability. Would you read that again? Absolutely. And this was from Brene Brown. And it was, um, it said that vulnerability means uncertainty, uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Risk and emotional exposure. <laughs> All right. So, um, Whisper, we were talking about vulnerability and it is, it is key to living life whole if we, we are able to be vulnerable. But many of us have been vulnerable in situations where we thought we were maybe in a safe place to be vulnerable, to open up and share what's really going on or to share something sensitive inside. And that safe place that we thought was a safe place uh, actually damaged. Like what it says in the definition, we got damaged because of opening up and being vulnerable. Um, from your perspective and from your life experiences, what would you say, how do you recognize when to be vulnerable and is there a time not to be vulnerable? It's a really good question, right? Because, yeah. um, you know, I think, of, I think we're in a space where people are saying, I want to be my true self everywhere. I want to be, I want to bring my real self, my real self to work. There's a lot of, you know, I, I think that's a thing these days where 
it's always like who we, you want to be the same and it's true you want to be I want to be the same person I am at work you know with my friends with my family all around I don't want to be chameleon you know right. flipping and flopping colors so I want to be consistent and so I understand where you know we've been hurt by people or by situations that happen it, it's it's normal we're human we've all hurt each other and we will get hurt and so so being vulnerable I think one of the things is it's a risk mm. a risk to be vulnerable right because you don't know yeah. what's gonna I mean who wants to be exposed who wants to have been a be in a position where somebody can just put a dagger inside of you and you know yeah. you don't want to be that way and right. so it's um it's hard in my for me it's um hasn't always been easy. I think we're still always learning how to be vulnerable. Yes. And so I just think when I finally came to a place of vulnerability, I always say, I always, I, I use this term, vulnerability is where the magic happens. Mm. It's where, you know, it's where connection and intimacy happen, whether it's within myself, with others, it's just that place of being known. Yeah. And it's absolutely wonderful. It's very, very risky though. Yeah. So it's almost like we could, take, we could take those definitions we were talking about earlier about vulnerability and actually we can add some beautiful terminology to vulnerability because there is such, like you said, beauty in vulnerability, not just uh, in our friendship, like a friendship, like you and I are girlfriends and we're friends, uh, but also with family members. Uh, if we're in a faith community, being vulnerable with our brothers and sisters in Christ and how it actually Sometimes we feel like it's going to cause like harm, but it actually opens up. And I'll never forget, I can think about a time in my life where my family was going through a very uh, rough struggle. And it was because of a family member who had made some decisions. They confessed to these um, decisions that they made. And then it affected all of us. We all had to process. And I remember being with a couple girlfriends and I was sharing just out of my pain and processing what was going on in my family, uh, being vulnerable about where I was at. And I will never forget one of my friends sitting across from me began to be vulnerable as well about they had experienced the same exact thing in their family, but they hadn't told anybody. So I realized out of my stepping out, risking being vulnerable about the pain I was walking through in, I was just experiencing, you know, this pain in my family and having to process it, but I was being vulnerable and raw about where I was at and and that I actually submitted myself to some biblical counseling and I just went into everything. I was like, okay, I, and this friend began to share with me the pain that she had gone through. And it was like, wow, it opened up a deeper relationship and it allowed another to be vulnerable as well. And I know Whisper, you're a therapist and you, your office is a place of you probably pray is pure vulnerability <laughs> that when people come in, they can just let it out and be true and honest and open. Um, but do you see that it, it is a process for people or is it just when, when, when do we, when do you, when does it unlock? What does, what happens for us to be vulnerable? Well, it's hard to talk about everybody else, but I can talk about me and share, <laughs> you know, from my perspective, from my mm. own life experience, what happens when I really started becoming vulnerable. Mm. 
Mm. And sometimes I think there is, um, I think we, we go through a lot of shame. In, at least I know I went through a lot of shame in just struggling. And oftentimes there is, um, the enemy's power is a secret. So as long as something is kept secret, then it's going to have a hold on that situation in your life. And so whenever life comes in, the, there is no more power. So wow. I felt like that's what vulnerability does, is that it allows light to come in. And when that light comes in, then we have freedom. Yes. And so I just, even as we were talking earlier, we were talking about, um, you know, Adam in the, in the garden mm -hmm. and God being like, hey, Adam, where are you? And him hiding. And, you know, I think since then we've learned just to be in hiding. Yeah. And because this shame was introduced into the world and that feeling of inadequacy and, mm -hmm. and do I really want to show my real face because okay. my real face, I, I may have shame in me. I may mm -hmm. be feeling inadequate. I may have fear. I may be in scene, whatever the situation is. And the risk of saying, hey, God, I'm here and I did sin mm -hmm. is a big risk. That's what God wants is... Yeah. Just, just be honest. That's all. I just want, I want you because I got everything else. I just want your heart. That's all I'm after. Good. Right. And so I would say the journey, it's a journey. You know, I think I'm oftentimes this human experience of walking in freedom. It's layers upon layers, right? We, we throw one level and then he takes us deeper, another level and another level and another level and another one, you know? And so there's, there's never an end to expanding and being vulnerable in my, in my opinion. And so I think that, um, cause I can be vulnerable in one thing, but not in another, because yeah. there's things going on that are different in different parts of my life. And so I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's not easy. It's hard, it's a process, but like you, I know, I think I recall the first time that I was really vulnerable with somebody and it was, it started me on, on a quest for freedom. Wow. Yeah. And they totally changed my life, you know? So the, the action of, okay, I'm going to open up about this thing that is, I feel really shameful and I'm going to take a risk and talk to my pastor yes. and share this with her and have somebody else be in this battle with me that I had battled by myself for a long time. And so to be in this state of, it was terrifying to go and talk to her. There was so much shame in my head and just a lot of torment around it and to go talk to her. And then in hindsight, just seeing how pivotal that moment was in my life because it wow. took me along a path that led me to where I am today. So. Else. yeah I think about I think about first uh, John 1 9 where in the Bible it's talking about uh if we confess our sins it says um if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and when when I think about vulnerability 
And then there's also where it says, you know, confess your sins one to another, um, and that person will pray for you that you may be healed. And so there's a vulnerability in, in taking something that, whether it's a struggle or it's a, a pattern or addiction or a reoccurring sin, and we we confess it to the Lord, but we also take it to um, a safe brother or sister, and we confess it and say, hey, I, would you pray for me to be healed? And so sometimes when we think about vulnerability, sometimes we categorize it in something that's shameful or bad or you know sin but don't you think as well that vulnerability could just be an i am just uh, really hurting right now or it's with a friend and maybe there was something said that kind of hurt and just going and being vulnerable and saying hey this just happened and i here's how i'm feeling it, it, you know or whatever so it's never <clears throat> it might not be something like where you know that person committed a sin but it was just being open and vulnerable about what's going on inside um, whether it is a sin or something shameful or whether it is something that just is hurting or, hey, look, I'm really grieving right now, the loss of my mom or whatever the case may be, and just being open and allowing people in. Because it is risky to open up when we're hurting or we're grieving, but the power of it is so much greater than being, like we talked about in previous episodes, being isolated and just being so inner-focused um, where it actually destroys us and tears us apart. Mm -hmm. It's very lonely. It's very, very lonely because uh, I think of that word, you know, intimacy and they, it's, you know, mm. they say it's intimacy. And yeah. so yeah, coming into that place where I'm known mm. and first I know myself, you know, I think it always starts with, within me because mm. I am able, I can, I mean, it, I, I feel like it always comes back to me at the end of the day. <laughs> it's it's the way life is, you know, it just comes back to to me and not somebody else it's not dependent on somebody else it's my own choice to allow somebody else to see my heart and see what's going on on the inside and you know some talk about intimacy in this intimacy and in this place of intimacy that david had with the lord he says in verse 23 of psalms 139 search me O god and know my heart Try me and know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So here you were talking about, Whisper, how even at the beginning in Genesis, when Adam and Eve sinned and they made fig leaves to cover their nakedness and they actually hid from the Lord when he came to walk with them in the garden. Well, you see a total turnaround here with David where he says, oh, come and search me, search these areas of my heart. Like, you know me more than I know myself. And would you see if there's any wickedness inside of me and take it out. I want to, I want to live purely for you and how out of this intimacy with the Lord, um, he was able to walk in the freedom. Um, yes. Was there other areas? Yeah. Okay. But, but still he invited the Lord in. And when we think about going back to being secure in our vulnerability, how in the, the only way that we could be secure and being vulnerable is knowing that we have complete trust we have complete alignment in knowing that our God's got us no matter what happens. And even if when we open up, we take the risk of being vulnerable, and maybe there is something that happens where it hurts us, that that hurt is being filtered through the love of God and through our positioning and knowing we're safe in the Lord. And that's our, our position, no matter what comes our way, and allowing us to process that hurt 
so we don't take on a bitterness or we don't take on something that's going to, you know, an offense that's going to carry us forward. Um, this is a lifestyle that we're all challenged to live and to be and to walk in is to be vulnerable with the Lord, with ourselves, with others, but through the work of Christ, through, through Jesus, being secure in him and knowing that we can be vulnerable and it's okay, even if we get hurt. He's going to lead us through and process, help us process what we have to process. Absolutely. I mean, it's always great to know that God's always, you know, with us and helping us and, you know, kind of there to protect me. And I don't have to be the one responsible for protecting myself. He's the one who's got my back. Good. And so that removes from me that need to protect myself and the self-protection and allows me to then be open and carefree in a sense you know and i want to say that um the invitation to being it's living out of a place of being vulnerable and just it, it's it's everything it's whether it's an i'm really feeling a certain way about something it really is based in the heart and emotions and a lot of us are not comfortable about emotions and i'm I was never either. I've always, funny, I think in my family, I was one who always cried easily. I was the crier, cry in my family. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm very familiar with emotions. And so, um, so we're not necessarily taught on the, or how to deal with emotions, what to do with them. A lot of us are trained to just, hey, just keep quiet. Hey, don't cry. What are you crying about? You know, like, um, don't let's not show our emotions. And so, or we're told, hey, it's weak to be emotional. You know, don't be emotional. That's a sign of weakness, especially for guys. You know, it's like, hey, why are you being emotional? That's so weak, you know? And so, um, coming to a place and exposing that lie that no, being, you know, having emotions is human. Yes. You're created with emotions. Can you imagine if you took away the emotion from life? How boring is that? Life? So boring. <laughs> like, how boring is that? Can you yeah. imagine a, a movie without emotion? How? Right? Think yeah. about music filled with emotion. Look at art filled with emotion, you know? Right? And so to breaking off the lie that our emotions are just awful, our emotions are, I think women sometimes are like, oh, they're just too much. I just feel like I'm too much if I'm emotional. You know, my people, I don't know, people are going to think I'm too much, I'm too emotional, I'm too this or the other. So just break off that lie that, you know, whatever the lie is around emotions and that emotions are, are amazing and they are I don't know. I just think they're so, um, they're amazing to me that we have so much depth and the waves that emotions bring our way. Mm -hmm. And so um, venturing to just taking the ride yeah. with the emotion. And oftentimes, sometimes I know I've done it where we'll just try to hide and cover the emotion. So instead of doing that, what I invite us to do or what I've learned to do is to just kind of ride the wave and just kind of see where it goes and notice yeah. it, observe it, talk about it, you know, with somebody that you can trust. Yes. And um, the other thing I was going to say, it's really key that we're not being vulnerable with everybody. Mm. You know, you also want to be wise about who you're going to be vulnerable with because 
you know, you have your, your inner court friends and their outer court friends and their people who are just, I call them villagers, just people out there. Yeah. So you want to be wise about who you're being vulnerable to, but at yeah. the same time, you're going to be the same person, you know, this is the way it is. Yeah. No, that's very wise. And I, I hear in that, uh, I think it's in Proverbs where it says to be quick to listen and slow to speak. And I think about that even when um, in part of communication, like you're sharing of knowing who's a safe place or who do I be vulnerable and transparent with. And the best thing to do is ask Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's going to lead us into those right relationships. And we'll have, like we were talking about earlier in past episodes, this knower inside of us that we'll have that just like, okay, this is a safe place and it's okay. And that it's, uh, like you said, Whisper, I, I completely agree. It just feels as though sometimes there people come in our lives who maybe there might be a wrong intention, or maybe they're just not the person to share it with because of whatever, who knows, um, but that there is, um, the Holy Spirit can lead us in those right relationships and when to share and when not to, uh, or when's the right timing as well. There's uh, God's such an on-time God, and he leads us in in divine connections and relationships, and and really, if we cannot be vulnerable now, if let's say if you're listening and you're single and you're having a hard time being vulnerable with yourself or vulnerable with the Lord um, or vulnerable with friends, when we think about, when you think about getting married or having the love of your life, how are we going to be vulnerable then? So what a great opportunity now uh, to practice vulnerability, to have a lifestyle of it and to learn to do this well. Uh, so that way, when we come into relationships, uh, our intimate relationships with our spouses, that we're able to live this in a healthy whole way. And maybe you're listening and maybe you're in a relationship or you're dating or you're in a marriage where it's, it's hard to be vulnerable together because you both have hurt each other. You maybe you tried being vulnerable and then just things have happened. It happens. Uh, Whisper, what would be your advice for those that are in relationships and they're struggling with vulnerability with their significant other? Yes, with a significant other, your mother, your father, whoever. You know, I would say, um, I would say um, to, um, I don't know, find a counselor. Mm. I mean, most things I learned in my vulnerability, I learned in a counseling room. Mm. you know because they, you're there you're with this person they're a trusted person you're in a safe yeah. place and a lot of times these are tools we haven't learned and so I find that therapy counseling room or processing group is a good place to start to practice taking yeah. that risk so I would say I would invite you to you know perhaps find a trusted counselor mm -hmm. a whatever group something a, a group of people a group of friends or even with your spouse, where you can perhaps start to practice being vulnerable. And then I'll also um, pick up, I think uh, Brene Brown is pretty awesome about vulnerability. So if you can pick up her book or um, listen to her, the talk that she did on vulnerability, I think that's always a pretty awesome resource to turn to and to start to practice in, um, in learning how to be vulnerable with one another. And um, yeah, there's just so much freedom and it, it's really painful because at the end of the day, I just, we all want the same thing. We all want yeah. to be loved. Or we all yeah. want to be seen. We all want to be known. Yeah. However, when we are not being vulnerable, then we're putting up barriers to the very thing that we, we are looking for. So bad. And so when we can tear down those barriers and take a risk, 
mm-hmm. come out of the wall and to be exposed, yeah. then, um, then we'll find what we're looking for. It was there all along. Mm-hmm. It was right there in front of us all along. I love that. Yeah. And I have the picture of putting your big toe in water. So maybe you just, you know, put together your bathtub and you put your toe in and it's either too hot or it's too cold. And, and once your toe gets acclimated, then you put your whole foot in and you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then you begin to sit down in the water. And then all of a sudden the temperature, there's nothing wrong. It's just your body acclimates. And so when I think about vulnerability, like you were sharing earlier, Whisper, how your journey of vulnerability now, it's like, oh, I'll take any opportunity to be vulnerable because I know what it feels like. And I know that I've been acclimated to the freedom that happens and the vulnerability and the freedom and then just the depthness and the wideness. And you've learned, you've been learning and you've learned how to do it well and how to uh, be real with yourself, be real with God, be real with others and, and know and discern the safe places to do that. Yeah. And it's still hard because there's still some things I'm still like, do I really want to share this? Because I mean, if you, most of us, if you're like me, my, my go-to was just, I'll just isolate and not talk about it, you know? And so it's, it's also still catching myself in that space and being like, I know, I know there's times I've called you, I'm like, Jeanette, I'm having a really hard day. This is being single today. I want to be married right now, you know? And so I mean, just because sometimes when you speak that example, what's going on there, I'm feeling shame. I may be feeling shame around still being single, you know? Yeah. I may still be feeling some kind of way that, hey, yeah, what's going on and blah, 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 you know? And so it's it's risky to call and say, hey, Jeanette, I'm having a really bad day right now. And I need you, I would like for you to just sit with me and just listen to me and just, you know, pray with me. Yeah. Yeah. And whisper when you do that. And when I, I've done that to you as well before, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, uh, isn't it freeing for us? Like it, those that are listening, like, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have those days. I have those moments. And to know that somebody else has these breakdown moments. And in the past I've, I've done them by myself. I wouldn't let people in and I would just cry myself to sleep instead of call somebody and say, Hey, I'm struggling. I really am desiring that. I just feel I feel hopeless right now. Or I'm just struggling and just wanting to, this desire is there and I don't know what to do with it. Um, and that's why we're here and we're having these conversations. So whether, whether you are single and you're desiring marriage and you're, you're ready for your spouse to come, or maybe you're in a marriage and you're having these, it's just, you're struggling and it's hard and you've having a hard time with communication or being vulnerable with each other. Or maybe you have like a whisper share, maybe there's some family situations going on and it's difficult. And, um, you, we want you to connect. We want to connect with you. We love to pray. We are big time prayer warriors. We'd love to pray because prayer moves the hand of God and we align with heaven and what he wants to do here on this earth in your life and in our lives and in our atmospheres. And so we have a website, it's securelysingle.com. And then you can also connect to us through any social media outlet that's there. Um, we have an email and that's, uh, contact at securelysingle.com. And so reach us there. Um, you don't even, if you want to be anonymous and not even say your name and just say, Hey, could you pray for this? That's okay. Or if you say, Hey, I'd like to share this and can you agree in prayer or can you connect me to some other resources? You know, Whisper had shared earlier about um, Renee Brown and, and this vulnerability talk. So we'll make sure there's a link to that and how to get access to that. If you want to study more and go deeper and um, the, the word of God is a place that we know is full of life. And there's a lot of stories of vulnerability. What happened when um, the different biblical characters were vulnerable and, um, or were not vulnerable. And uh, we learned these lessons. So there's so much beauty in the word 
word of God. And we can always direct you to scripture in different areas. But um, our heartbeat in our own lives is that same prayer as David, Lord, search me, search me and know me. And, you know, in the Bible, it says that no man, like no man knows their own heart. The only person that knows our heart is the Lord. And so to invite him in to really search those areas that we think we're okay, or, or we don't really realize he'll reveal to us, whether it might be um, blind spots that we have, and we don't even recognize where it came from or what's going on, but also um, just areas that he's saying, look, I'm going to take that anxiety. I'm going to take the worry. I'm going to take uh, everything that is trying to uh, try to bring layers of wickedness or whatever it might be. And he wants to uproot it when we invite him in and he does it. And so being transparent with him and like Whisper shared about being transparent with others. And sometimes we have safe places. Sometimes we have girlfriends and pastors or family members that we consider safe. But maybe we don't want to share something that's shameful or that we're dealing with or thoughts we're having. And that's where, like Whisper shared, um, a therapist, a counselor, um, I know I, a, cha a chaplain, people that are outside, but they're still safe places that you can still share op completely open and not even worry about judgment or anything, but to get help. To get to take steps towards wholeness, uh, because once it, like what Whisper shared, once it comes out in the open, watch out! Like it's going to be amazing, and you're going to feel amazing, and it's just going to be freeing and a weight off, and then and then it just gets better and better. Absolutely, and as you were sharing about the different Bible characters, I was just thinking about David, King David, and here is this man's man. I, I don't know, when I think of a man's man in the Bible, I think of King David. Like he's the one who fought all these battles, killed Goliath. I mean, if there was ever a man's man, right. David would be it for me. I mean, I'm just like, wow, phenomenal, right? And then look at this king, this man who killed all this giants and did all these amazing things. And then he's the same one who wrote Psalms. Mm -hmm. I mean, the... Have, have you read Psalms? You know, <laughs> it's quite lovely. <laughs> I, I mean, if there is any book in the Bible that's filled with real emotion, it is Psalms, right? Mm. So the just that he can be so open and mm. vulnerable to God and say, "Oh God, Psalms fifty-one, I have sinned," mm. you know. You know, you, you desire truth in the inward parts, you know, against you. Like, like, he's just so, no wonder God said he's a man after my own heart. Yes. You know? And so just to see that, you know, you can, I can be, you can be, you know, strong man mm -hmm. and still be totally open, totally vulnerable with God. Yeah. Because I think it probably starts there within yeah. yourself. And then out of the overflow of one's heart, then it goes to other people in other places. But just starting in the seat of the heart within me, you know, and then uh, I just I just think of David as a great example of just that vulnerability and openness and strength, you know. Yes, yeah. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I think that um, we sh corporately should uh, speak out a declaration and a declaration basically is just using our voice and saying a phrase like this. I will be vulnerable, <laughs> right? I will be vulnerable and believing that it's okay to be vulnerable, telling ourselves I will be vulnerable. And it's not you know, we can, we can say it all we want and, and rely on our own strength, but really if we rely on the strength of the Lord through us to truly be vulnerable and be open, 
he gives us the strength and the courage to do that. And so our, our hope in, in kind of concluding our conversations on this episode is that you will say, okay, what are areas, well, we all will say, what areas have I not been vulnerable at all? What areas do I want to be more vulnerable in? And maybe just pick one and say, okay, Holy Spirit, help me. Like, who do I talk to? Number one, you, okay. And then number two, who do I talk to outside of you? <laughs> and then see what he, how he leads and what doors open and um, how he directs. Because he's such a gentleman who opens the door, invites us into different places and invites us into conversations so that we can just, he's all about intimacy with him. And so once we step out, our vulnerability doesn't just create intimacy with others, but it creates deeper intimacy with him. And that's what we're after. And that goes back to living a life that's secure in who we are in Christ and what he's done for us. Mm -hmm. And so we want to say thank you again for joining us in our conversation today about secure and vulnerability. We can go forever probably in this topic, but we want to invite you to next episode. Next episode, we're going to talk about secure and rest. You do not want to miss it because this is an area, rest is an area that we all struggle with. And, but we want to get to the nitty gritty of being secure and rest. So tune in next week. We want you to, to have you join us in that conversation. Again, connect with us at securelysingle.com and we would love to connect. We love you all. Thanks again for joining the conversation today and we will see you next week.